Hey guys, it's Karen here. Unfortunately, due to some last minute circumstances, I couldn't be a part of this month's episode. Luckily, Toby, who is otherwise known as Colossus, was able to step in and cover for me. With that being said, I hope you're all safe and I hope you enjoy the show. Yo, it's Fat Man Rhythm here. You're listening to the Fig Breaks podcast. Enjoy. Yeah, I, I know far too much about YouTube culture than I, uh, I feel I'm like gonna, I want to let on. You know, <laughs> you know what? To talk about that really quick, I, I know what you mean. It can be really toxic in the way that it's bad for your brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like negativity sells really well, right? It gets a lot of views. Yeah. So, and, and when you're always surrounding yourself with that kind of material, you're always feeling sort of pissed off. I noticed that yeah, myself. No. Because you want, to be, you want to have all this money and riches as well. I feel like that's a, a, some part of it, especially for younger generations, you know, because that's yeah, who it's targeted I, at. So they're aspiring to like be able to make all this easy money how it looks because you're watching the YouTube video. It must seem like this easy way to make money. Yeah, and it's actually, it's it's really hard. Yeah, it's a business. It's a solo-made yeah. business for a lot. But, but exactly. the, that negativity shit, like it yeah. it makes you feel really, I don't know. I, I, I find myself getting, not pissed off, but I'm always looking for more drama and that's just not good for your brain. And that just can't be good for your, you know, your energy. Especially when it's body. essentially just a load of kind of like, oh, I don't want to say celebrities, but they're kind of modern day celebrities, aren't they? And it, realistically, it's like, it's almost like being on the same, level as these people that buy like heat magazine that's like a magazine in the uk just to look at like what the kardashians are up to and stuff it's oh, kind of that yeah. same line yeah. isn't it in a weird we've, way we've made like characters out of people like yeah, actual literally, like, real yeah, people literally. like yeah yeah and this story is never ending it ends when they die exactly yeah and you it's never know what's crazy. gonna go off with them it's like yeah it's almost like it's like big brother isn't it but just like, everyone's got their own individual kind of yeah, you can say that in yeah. a weird way <laughs> It's it's fucking nuts. I now, I don't know about that in the DMB community. I always hear stupid shit though, <laughs> like on like forums and things like that, of people talking about like like stupid shit on drum and bass or arguing back and forth. Yeah, I don't know if that spills over to YouTube though. But yeah, probably not, probably not. What about what about dude, Jack? I know you got to be familiar with some of this stupid shit that you that you've seen on like forums. What in regards to drum and bass or? Yeah, like people arguing back and forth. Um, I guess so. Yeah, I don't. I don't tend to go on too many forums anymore. I think I was on um, DOA back, like way back when. Yeah. Um, Good yeah, a lot of it. Acid. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But like a lot of it was like technical stuff. So like someone would ask a really like newbie question, like what do yeah. compress and then someone would be like yeah. oh yeah no you do it like this and someone else is like no you don't no, you don't compress you do like it. that yeah. oh yeah 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 that shit can be annoying it's like well I mean I guess you can't but I did so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it, it kind of comes back to the thing we're on about with uh, people doing tutorials and teaching and stuff because there's yeah. so many different ways to do it it's almost like there's not really a wrong and right way is there <laughs> well there is for certain things but People use compression for so many. I've been starting to understand it a little better. So, so certain people use compression purely for a technical reason, and then there are some people who just use compression for the sound and the artistic value that you can get out yeah, of really yeah. pushing the sounds through that compressor. Each uh -huh. compressor has its own sounds, its own harmonics. So I mean, you can even use it like in a uh, creative way as well. 
like side chaining and stuff. Obviously, that can be technical, but at the same time, right? Yeah, you can, can use it to make movement in many different kind of aspects of a track. Realistically, I, I do it quite a bit. I do a lot of uh, side chaining, like putting a compressor on my pad and having the kick drum as the trigger. So it mm -hmm. gives you that kind of sucking effect when the kick hits and it gives you that movement sometimes makes it a bit more flowing yeah. it's very slight it's like a couple of milliseconds but it gives it such a yeah. good effect yeah, it gives yeah absolutely top end of the kick to cut through as well oh yeah oh yeah I, yeah putting that on a sub bass is definitely the one i've actually so just, um yeah. i've noticed a, a kind of trend recently i think with the more sort of dawn wall style um like drum breaks and stuff like mm -hmm. that actually it sounds like a lot of kick drums are being side-chained to the rest of the drum bus now almost so the the brakes kind of pump around the kick yeah that's that's not a bad show actually i can see why that would make it a lot snappy it's what it sounds like drumbeat, yeah. yeah i might be wrong but it's definitely what it sounds like and i'm hearing that a lot more now yeah that's that artistic value and that technical value right there yeah like that's pretty fucking cool to be honest and that's just it's weird it's cool and, it, and they made it work technically so yeah but i think that's the case yeah in terms of compression on drums especially as well i've noticed more recently as well i think heavier compressed drums seem to be the way it seems to be going down like because i remember back in the day like high contrast it was it, like a lot of his stuff was just kind of a very not sound i want to say simple but just kind of like you know I mean, that classic kind of breakbeat kind of sound the, like maybe an like Amen or like yeah. a Think Break do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Um, but whereas now like everything's so everything's got a really tight kind of snappy quality to the drums it just seems like yeah compression is uh, trending massively or maybe it has for a while to be honest but mm. definitely like, liquid I see it it's have you heard uh, so has, I'm sure you may have but Mutated Forms released. This was, I think, back in 2014. In your mind, oh yeah, that yeah. I, that in, now that entire album, first and foremost, is one of the most creative pieces of work I've heard in drum and bass because a lot of it is completely organic and made out of voices, which is fucking awesome. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Um, but the I'm not sure if Sidechain's using that, but it sounds like it, and it sounds fucking beautiful. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. Definitely chance that it probably was, to be honest. I haven't really used sidechain too much. I, you know, it is cool using it like on a hi-hat to get that kind of that groove, like that so it rises in volume to make it sound yeah. like somebody's actually playing it. Oh, right, yeah, to give that kind of like humanistic articulation kind of Exa exactly. sound to it, yeah. Exactly. I use it only in certain instances. Not too much, though. Yeah, I mean, definitely much. there. Like there is a definitely overusing it is yeah i'd be careful of compression because he like I, I hear people that overuse compression to bits and it does just make it sound super squashed and super just you know what i mean yeah no, organic I, feel almost you lose so many dynamics and the transients they just go away exactly exactly, they go, exactly. You, i find I, I personally believe that a lot of people who are new to just producing in general don't realize that when you compress, a lot of compressors automatically have a makeup game built into them. Yeah. It yeah. just happens. It just happens when you decrease something. It, it does, there's no switch for it. It just happens. So you do have to supplement. Mm -hmm. I think that is, that's actually something I fell into quite a bit um, with compression. I used to overly compress things and it would be counterproductive realistically looking back at past productions because I'm, compressing it so fine but then reboosting the volume so it's kind of like 
Yeah, I'm just making. I made the transients kind of lose and. Yeah, all you did was make it sound yeah. loud and not yeah, very exactly. good to make ears. it sound louder and give, remove the dynamic range of it. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah be careful of compression. I think, like, <laughs> especially recently, there's almost a kind of, I don't want to say culture, but there almost is like a culture with, with plugins and things like that. And it's like you go on mm. YouTube or you go on Reddit and you want to start getting into electronic music. And the first thing, or one of the first things that always comes up, it's like, all oh, right, look, so you need to learn how to compress, you need to learn how to do this. Yeah. And there's all these emphasis put on almost the wrong things. I think you get it gets so technical and you get so much shoved down your throat that you kind of forget that it's music and actually Yeah, no, that is very true. That is just very use true. your ears and does it sound yeah. good? That quite almost goes out the window because you're like, right, so I need to use this ratio. Yeah, I need the waves plug in. More like a yeah, like a scientific equation mm. rather than what it is essentially, which is art. Yeah. I was, I was, I've definitely fallen victim to that and I've kind of yeah, been like yeah. midway through doing something I thought you oh, know what yeah, likewise, <laughs> what likewise. sometimes yeah. like I'll compress well yeah, I'll, sometimes I'll think I'm compressing and I'm, then I realize I'm looking at the signals I'm like I'm not actually doing anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've been there before and it's kind of because your ears you think you're like okay you know I'm definitely doing something I may not be too <laughs> yeah. audible but I'm hearing it you think you're hearing it and then you realize you're actually not doing a damn thing you're just hearing harmonics <laughs> that the signal's yeah. passing through that comes down to the whole thing of uh, working on a track for too long as well like mm, I'm sure yeah. you guys may have been stuck into this where you you literally like you say Damon you sat there twiddling away twiddling away and then and you haven't given yourself, yeah, you haven't given yourself the break. Your ears a break, if you know what I mean, because mm -hmm. obviously your ears get like custom and tune in after a lot, like a little while. So mm. you could be kind of fiddling on, adapting to it, thinking it sounds great. You'll leave it, you'll come back to it, and it'll just sound completely different to how you remember leaving it off. Yeah, and it's, I, if you don't take those breaks, like like little ten minute breaks, just to give your ear a break from just hearing the same kind of loop over and over. They're, they're, they're pretty important to take or else he can end up really messing with a mix in the long yeah, run anyway. Yeah, and not only that, but I think something that's not talked about enough is ear health. You got to oh, watch yeah, your Oh, ear yeah, health. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Big if you using like cans, yeah. Like I, I guarantee you each and every one of us in this room or well in this Discord channel have some form <laughs> of hearing loss. I guarantee Oh, yeah. It. Oh, no, absolutely, yeah. I guarantee absolutely. it. Especially if you're playing big clubs all the time, who I feel fucking bad for those guys that there's not the <laughs> yeah. right protection. Oh yeah, yeah. I mix exclusively in my headphones. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, in that case, you definitely want proper uh, those proper earbuds you get with the noise canceling. Mm -hmm. You know, and, I, I forget and what who I makes them. Is like, like DJ, like I DJ with headphones. I don't like to take my headphones off when I DJ. But yeah, then yeah. It, but I do mix almost exclusively with headphones. It's rare that I go to my speakers. Oh my yeah. Room yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, kind of yeah. sucks. I remember Curran saying, I, can't, I don't know if it was on a, on a previous episode or just in the chat, but he, he said that, um, I think it was hospitality or something he was at, um, he was putting his earphones in and some random guys come up to him mm. and pretty much laughed at him for putting earbuds in. You know in. what? I think it was last wow. episode, actually. Yeah. I remember him saying that. Or maybe it was after after when we were chatting on. Well, yeah, that That's, is ridiculous. That, is yeah, the, is. that just shows the toxic level of like our kind of culture, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. It's like, oh, you know, yeah, you know what? Let me just not look after my ear health. There's a lot yeah, standing yeah. right in front what? of the speakers. Look, I get it. Like, I've stood in, there's nothing cooler than standing in front of a sub for like a few seconds yeah. and getting that feeling. But you're like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, just be yeah. smart. You're not cool if you can hear the music you're trying to make. I, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, really quick, going back to like, we were talking about workflow. 
Mm -hmm. I always, I, I do want to emphasize there now, this is completely subjective, but I find myself doing better when I'm, when I have this idea and I'm not stopping putting sounds in the mix to go over the details yet. You want to get all your, it's like, use that momentum of like, Oh, I got this fucking idea. Put it all yeah. in the song right away. Keep it going, you know, really fast. Then go back. And when you think you've got everything laid out, that structure. Mm. Actually, that's really interesting. You bring that, bring that up actually. Um, my uncle's actually recently started a course. God, he, he told me who it was ran by again, but I think it's, you know, scientific. I yeah, sci yeah. Scientific's on it with him. Um, but it's basically this course that um, you learn how to basically, like you say, Damien, just like bash out ideas. Like, and it's like basically getting in the mindset of like coming up with an idea in a space of like, say, half an hour. Yes. And so during this course, you literally boost out about 10 different ideas in like one session and then you've got those ideas to come back and then redevelop and stuff oh. which i think is quite a good way to go about it because it no, does increase workflow massively if you've got kind of like many different vibes going off and like ideas to then adapt and you take that and you go say you made 10 fucking songs or 10 structures or 10 sketches in like fucking one hour right you go back through those sketches and see what you can and cannot work on like okay yeah you know, exactly I can work yeah with this. yeah mm -hmm. and then that, that's when you start adding the detailed samples like the extra yeah. that's when you and, start and doing your compression and whatnot yeah Ex exactly just put the ideas down like a writer like it's like you're you are writing music you know yeah so yeah. it's kind of like writing a book get these ideas down you get your first draft down yeah well it's, that's kind of what stephen king does as well i believe he he says anyway that he never stops writing so yeah. he must have like probably thousands and thousands of just oh, these small yeah. little stories that some of them will have been left alone but many of them obviously will have been adapted into their mm -hmm. kind of big uh, names that we yeah. know now i wouldn't doubt it at all man workflow is so important I read uh, something about Prince, like after Prince died, I can't remember the exact statistics, so I won't guess, but there was like Prince had enough recorded unreleased material in his studio after he passed away to release a song a day for however long. And I was like, what? That guy just must have been constantly grafted. Yeah. Fair play to him though. Yeah, like, he does make bangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 not totally dissimilar to how I work. In fairness, I kind of, I wouldn't say I spend half an hour and put a load of ideas down, but I tend to work quite quickly. Get about yeah. a minute and a half worth of song down, and often I'll send it to like Damien and Karen as well. I'm like, look what I made. But, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. then I'll come back to it maybe months later, and then like Damien mm -hmm. said, I'll look at it, and go, no, nah, maybe not. But sometimes I'll be like, yeah, no, this is worth carrying on, and then I'll yeah, I'll yeah, do absolutely, it. yeah. It's like I said, man, it's all, it's all a workflow and, and you know, you're right. Jay. I mean, you don't got to make like, you can make like two songs and maybe I don't, or not even, I keep saying songs. You can make these ideas on your DAW within like 10 minutes, like 10 minutes, uh, a structure. And, and you know what, this will really help. So make your loop and make your beat like your, your bass, whatever, or just make your loop really quickly and extend that shit to a minute long. It'll at least give you the visual, the visual. God damn, I can't say it. Visualization yeah. that you've gotten yeah. at, like in your mind, the psychological bullshit that you've gotten far, and you'll start yeah, having yeah. shit around it. You know, just like just I these mean, little things. That, like me and Damien have actually been working on a on a track together recently, and that, that's essentially what we've done, right? 
yeah just like kind you, of you kind of you got that kind of main loop together of like the kind of idea that we've got you sent it over to me i kind of adapted to it and like made it into the i guess we've just made the drop haven't we really and like a slight little build up but yeah, then from there it, you, we can then obviously send back and forth and keep adapting to that idea it's yeah we're not i'm not too i'll tell you i'm not too worried about the details yet you just yeah it's just getting the whole exactly like that should be worked out later like yeah, the mixing yeah, yeah. gets done later the, you got so your step one is structure step two is then you're mixing then you you master your shit yeah now you know you mentioned it i mean i i must admit i do feel like damien you said just extend it out and have a lot there you'll make it feel like you've accomplished I, yeah. I actually find that um when I extend it out, even if I just copy and paste the drop and have it twice the length or whatever, I find it easier to hear what I want to change or how I could variate yeah. that as opposed to just not having mm. anything and then yeah, trying to and think then working of what out, Yeah, I exactly, do. exactly, yeah. Yeah, sometimes having like a bare bones kind of, not the entire structure, but obviously just, I would say you drop when it comes to drum and bass. Mm, and then yeah, from yeah. there, you can then be like, right, this little section needs that. Oh, it's been too samey for this amount of time. There needs to be a little... Do you know what I mean? An event, a little signature timing thing to come in there. Yeah. 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 And the thing with drum and bass is like it's it doesn't have to it's a technical kind of genre. Everything is super technical in drum and bass. You usually find amazing productions like technically in that genre. You're gonna find a yeah. lot of really good productions. It's because a lot of producers are very, you know, they're sticklers for that really clean or they just have a sound in their mind and they will do everything to achieve that shit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it. Like a lot of it seems to be very minimal as well. Like, like drum and bass do, has does seem to have taken quite a minimal. Like, obviously, with some genres anyway. Right. I'm, I'm I'm thinking more about kind of rollers and that. I suppose. Like, I hear a lot of music and production wise, it's like it's absolutely incredible. And I think the reason why they've managed to create that is because when you look at like the kind of build up of the whole track. It is quite minimal and sparse, but it still mm. obviously works really well. But then that gives them the time to really concentrate on the production of each sound and like mm -hmm. get the kind of punchiness and the fullness come through of each kind of individual element of it, which yeah. it's yeah. definitely a much, much harder thing to do on tracks that are kind of very liquidy and very like full. A lot of the stuff that Hospital release, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do have to give props to those guys like Fred V graphics and those kind oh, of guys yeah. that have such a large sound, so much going on, but yet it sounds so clean and so like mm. crisp, just and, like, and that's another thing you can also, even if you don't enjoy certain artists, you can always appreciate the production in there. You can be like, Oh, well, oh absolutely. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't dig the sound, but I recognize this sound is like fucking clean. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. really well produced. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, think about it. A drum and bass song is like kind of a four bar loop. You got the drum loop that, has variations but that structure tends to stay pretty much the same throughout the entire song mm, same yeah. thing with the bass no matter if you're working with liquid or that neuro shit you know that really dark funkier stuff like that dlr yeah. break stuff like it's, it's they all kind of stem from the same kind of yeah place the bases you are right like it's that you're gonna get a certain kind of structure it's yeah. not i feel like you also want to continue to try new things yeah. Do you know what, actually, this is kind of, it's not it's on topic, but it's kind of going off a little bit, I suppose. But I've always um, been curious, like, when I've heard people kind of complain about drum bass being a bit too samey in the drum beat, mm. which I can understand. It's obviously just boo-doo, boo-doo, like, for the most, <laughs> yeah. for the most part, yeah, right? Yeah, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah, there is yeah. a lot of variation going on. Right. No, I get but then, mean. like, yeah. 
do you think people like complain about like <laughs> house music and stuff? Because realistically, that's just like fort the floor. So if you can't get bored of fort the floor, how can you get bored of a bit of? Mm. I, I know. I mean, hectic D and B drums, right? <laughs> I know what you mean. It's hogwash, dude. It's bullshit, right? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's so you hear, like you said, dude. I mean, rap has a very, very, you know, same very structure. Beats, yeah, especially this new stuff as well. Yeah, like trap. It's like mm. all very similar. Like, I think the reason everyone says it sounds the same is because drum and bass, they, like, look, these drums are very prominent and they're always yeah. standing out in the mix and it's a pretty iconic sound, right? It's the amen break, but it's really sped up. So it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they're hearing the drums more and they're like, oh, it just all sounds the same. And they're forgetting about all the other sounds around the fucking drums. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too caught up on the drums, and yeah. Not enough on the bass. <laughs> yeah. True shit, man. True shit. We did. We did. Um, I'm sure uh, Jerome in the in the Discord mentioned something about this the other day about techno and how he mm. kind of struggles to get behind it because it is so minimal. And then oh, Karma right, Kingdom yeah. was saying that, like, yeah, he is right. It is, but when you're actually at a festival or whatever and then it's playing when you could really like get lost that you said it's Ooh, almost yeah. Techno, not headphone definitely. music it's yeah all oh, right yeah it's kind of like be there to get the atmosphere yeah i went to a party a couple years ago and uh honestly i forget a lot of the people's names there um this is when i was more active djing and it was like this smaller house party i ended up falling asleep i shit you know i'll get to that later but oh uh, yeah <laughs> you've mentioned this before yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this guy had a fucking beautiful like kind of a grungy setup to his djing area had a fucking shitload of vinyls that i saw and he was we were djing on pioneers for now so they were just cdjs but this guy was playing like that minimal, kind of that dark, evil techno. And in that enclosed mm. living room area we were in, and the sound system that he had, oh my fucking God, man. The techno just sounds better live. Mm. Yeah. It sounds, it's like drum and bass. Drum and bass sounds better live. Yeah, no, that is true. Especially like rollers i would say <laughs> and, and they're the very bass heavy tracks yeah 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 that's what i mean i don't mean live i mean like on these giant fucking sound yeah. systems yeah 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 exactly no i do agree with you there um there are there is some techno because i used to work quite a lot of nightclubs and whatnot a few years back so mm. i've what? worked quite a few kind of large events and mainly they were all kind of like house techno nights and whatnot. How is but then that? And as the occasional nights, oh God, it was, yeah, it was pretty uh, chaotic. Definitely the reason <laughs> for why my hearing is completely, yeah, fucked. That's fucking, I mean, that's kind of cool. So like, what, uh, like, what did you do? Uh, I was like a bar supervisor, me mm. and uh, my very good friend, Imprint, actually, I think I mentioned last time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, we've, we, we've both worked with each other for like many, many years, um, many different clubs and stuff nice uh just yes circulated around leads and whatnot yeah had some very good times was it mainly drum and bass being played oh no 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 we had the occasional dmb night which was really nice i got to meet some um <laughs> djs which was good but it was nice, mainly nice. i'm talking student nights uh, i'm like talking top 40 maybe. just house do you know what i mean like oh god, god yeah i get you i get you the kind of some of the artists actually escaped my mind right now um, what are they called? You know those guys like that Steve ended Bioke up in that big kind of, oh, uh, kind of that level, but more like a bit smaller. Mm. Do you know those guys that ended up in that big scandal? That apparently, they were like they did some sexual harassment scandal or something. What? No, Jackie what might hell? remember this. It was a uh, oh god, who yeah. were they? I, oh, I can't remember. Sexual yeah, oh, harassment. Do you, do you remember that? that track, Elephants? Was it like something Elephants? It was like home. It like it was it was like a house song, and it had kind of like trumpets going off. 
and it made it sound like kind of mar- I think was it called Marching Elephant or something. Marching. I'm gonna. I gotta look this up. So. Yeah, I know. I've no idea. <laughs> so what happened, dude? That's crazy. <laughs> so I remember they 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 just came under fire. It's similar to uh, you know that kid as well. He's recently his he's like a big kind of bro step DJ. And bro step. Within the last year or something, he um he's or oh, maybe it was a couple of years ago. He just came under loads of fire because all these girls started saying like, yeah, I've been raped by this guy and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's a similar kind of similar scenario as that. I do know. But, you're talking um, about it was that, that kind of area of that kind of like weird clubhousey, not quite house, not quite techno, oh, not quite like yeah, rave yeah. music. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, we had a lot of artists like that. Um, really fun events looking back, but if I was to be there now working it, I would be hating yeah. my life. I think. You're like, Fuck <laughs> that. Yeah. I get yeah. It. I've never, I've never worked at a club. I was just curious. I've DJed at yeah. them. That's it. But yeah, so I got here all of the different kind. I heard many different kind of genres just in their fullest effect through the music, through the speaker system. Sorry, mm. and yeah, so like a lot of the techno out here, I would be like, okay, I understand why so many people are into this, but again, it's not really quite my my thing dude my drum and bass events around or not my but like the drum and bass events around the area that i live are not only are they far and few between but like nobody shows up oh Oh, really oh yeah yeah it kind of sucks man like it's yeah we need to we need to get the the whole dmb community built up a lot more in america don't we yeah 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 we really do man i really want to hear more american drum and bass artists like i know you get you um get a lot of kind of net sky type kind of events going on don't you yeah yeah well and it's, it's like less of like the kind of i like the underground yeah 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 that's what i mean i like that underground yeah. kind of shit like the, it's hard to say because you can't just say like i don't know i find it hard using the word underground because technically all yeah. of it's somewhat underground it is it yeah. is yeah. and yeah. just just for any listeners we're not trying to say that underground is better by any means yeah like, yeah no, <laughs> we're, no, we're just using it it's, as a, it's yeah. a vibe it's a vibe yeah exactly we're using it as a term here yeah, it's yeah. it's <laughs> a vibe like what i mean when i mean underground vibe i mean like it's dimly lit kind of like a basement ass fucking club it's not very tall either and it's hot yeah, as shit in yeah. there yeah, yeah, like those clubs are fucking badass. Oh, dude, we need to get you to Leeds, mate. You would love Wire Club. It's, <laughs> it's just—it's like you walk in there and you go down like stairs, and it's just like you're in a little dungeon. There's like little a seating fucking areas. Dungeon? Are little, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you're in a dungeon. Like That's when awesome. you, <laughs> no, it doesn't look like it. It looks like a club, but it's just like when dungeon you come club. down, you go down the stairs, and you just like you're very aware that you're just deep in some basement kind of thing. Yeah, that's fucking and badass. It's like quite though. a small—it's a small space, so if you have a busy night, it really fills up. Uh, and there's always it's always a vibe in there that's cool man that's fucking uh, awesome yeah dude like our cl- well <sighs> our clubs are a little weird around here there, well there's a lot of there's a lot of navy where i live uh, a lot of dudes in these clubs never really okay. a lot of chicks in them oh right and i'm not saying it's essential well, okay you know if well maybe it is to some people an essential thing like there's a certain ratio but if there if, if i'm okay look all i'm saying is that if there were drum and bass clubs in the immediate area i would go just to fucking grab a drink and listen to this shit on the big sound systems that's why you go to a club for them huge mm-hmm. ass fucking clean sound systems yeah that's what i yeah, know. yeah for sure i must say though i think Drum and bass definitely is on the up in in the states. It's definitely growing. Oh, yeah, no, I know um, Iris, the producer Iris, who's been on 
uh, dispatched and things like that. I know um, that's she's yeah. quite involved in putting events and or not maybe not putting them on, but I see on Facebook a lot. She's she's quite involved in the sort of the US she uh, drama base scene. She's oh, nice. married to a uh, to another guy. To she's married to this fucking other German bass artist. I, Quadrant, Quadrant, yes, they're both yeah. really good. Oh, they're both yeah. amazing. They're really, both really, really good. good. Yeah, they're in Seattle, I think. I think that's where they're based out of. With kid is drama, is she involved in that DMB girls yeah, page? Yeah. What is it? DMB girls. Yeah, I've now just seen this page. It's just like it seems to be like the girls of drum and bass uniting somewhat and trying oh. to push each other. But a lot of them seem to be. Yeah, it's all North American based and stuff. Mm. I was just wondering if she was involved in that as well. I don't. I don't really know. Oh, I'm not sure. That's cool though. I mean, there does because there's a lot of dudes in drum and bass, and there's not enough chicks. <laughs> really, no, it's true. There really is. There really is. I don't even think it's just drum and bass. I think it's just electronic music in general. I mean, we've come mm. a long way, but even now, you look at any sort of like festival or anything like that, and all the headline acts, they're all still guys. Yeah. No, it's true. It's I so mean, really, it's, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder what, uh, like, like what gender is more popular with what kind of music? Like True. I, I think DMB is definitely more of a man's genre to a degree. Yeah, there's a lot like of... Like, if you look at statistics, this isn't my opinion. This is just looking at, like, yeah, like for, a lot of people's just, kind of Spotify artist accounts. Do you know what I mean? When you mm, see the ratio. Mm. I know mine, for example, is I think I've got about 85% dudes. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> Which it's is mainly, cool. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it is cool. It's just... You're right. It's just a genre dominated by guys. It's just how... It, I think it just is how it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just how mm. it is. Yo, just taking it right back, I've actually found the guy in that track I was talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> Which one uh, is it? He's what? called Ten Walls, and the track's called Walking with Elephants. And okay. yeah, he came under fire because he made, he made, he, uh, did a rant on Facebook, like a homophobic rant, apparently. Oh, what? And it lost him his career, essentially. Damn. So he's really popping in 2015 and then made this big old Out rant of... and lost his career because of it. That's fucking nuts. I can't remember what topic we were on that came from that but yeah to any listener that was freaking out being like i need to know <laughs> i think we were talking about clubs and working in clubs and shit yeah. oh yeah that was it yeah yeah oh yeah i was just trying to give an example of the kind of stuff that was constantly getting blasted down my ear holes down my ear holes yeah 10 walls <laughs> jack master all them that's do you know what though it's it's so it's so important to note that as as an artist, if you're someone who starts gaining a bit of traction and becoming a bit popular and that, there is it's just so important to realise the severity of your words once you've got even a oh, slight yeah. following. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't absolutely. mean absolutely. that all of a sudden you should stop having an opinion on stuff. But I mean, come on, if you've got a few if you've Give got yourself thirty thousand, yeah. three hundred thousand listeners or followers or whatever, like just think about what you're gonna say before you say yeah, it. Just like, just learn to censor yourself. <laughs> well, it puts you in a strange dilemma, right? Because it's not like 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 people start following you and no matter like everything you do is like put on a pedestal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you get mm, yeah. big as like an artist, and it's like you, you didn't ask to watch for you, what you say. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. But I think with great power comes great responsibility. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's like it, inadvertently you have accepted this like responsibility. It's like yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. But it's the same mean, with what we're saying earlier about YouTubers as well. I think they have mm. it worse. If anything, they have to be really careful of what they say, but. I know. I Their know. whole job is speaking shit and talking shit in the, on the internet. I, I've, well, I've always wondered. Like us. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't hear this a lot in any, like, I guess in the music industry in general, but I want to know, like, of top, you'll never hear it in public. Well, I guess you would, like, from time to time, but you don't hear too much of people talking shit about other people's tunes. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, it's like, oh, true. yeah, that guy, that guy sucks. And it's another yeah. top artist or something, you know? Like, you don't hear it'll just, that. It'll just be in the DMs, in it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, yeah, I just wanted to type this to you privately, but I think your music is trash. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear too much of that shit going on. I think there's, there's like a fine line, isn't there, between having an opinion and then just straight bashing someone. Oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, yeah, there is. There yeah, is. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it was like that guy the other day, yeah. Like, what a, yeah, what a wrong Dude, you, you know what I uh, I've been looking at recently are like multi-million dollar studios. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, dude, they're. F- <laughs> I definitely wasn't expecting this topic to come up. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad because it's been on my mind. All right, <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. Uh, so, has anybody okay. seen Steve Aoki's fucking studio? I have not. No, no. Just it. Just look at it. All right, it looks like a fucking. Futuristic spaceship. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that was my phone. Let me turn that shit off. <laughs> but yeah, look at Steve Aoki's studio really quick. Oh, Jesus. You look at that shit, right? That's fucking nuts. Mate, that is that is phenomenal. Whoa. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's clean. You would not want to spill your coffee in there, would look, you? Now look oh, at no. Dead Mouse's uh, studio. He's got, uh, like, is that a touchpad? That's like a touchpad mixer he's got himself there, is it? Yeah, it is. It's like, uh, it's Jesus. fucking insane. That dead mouse I've is studio. Never, I've never even seen one of them. And he uses his screen as a projector. Yeah, it's fucking Jesus. Nuts, dude. It's like, that's thousands upon thousands. I think I've seen dead mouses, actually. His shit is crazy. Yeah, he used to do loads of live streams in there, didn't he? Yeah, he does like mm. uh, video game. Or does live he still streams. do that? Actually? Yeah, he still yeah, does yeah. that. Yeah, he still. Dude, yeah, that guy yeah. is fucking richer than anybody. I think I've like that guy is fucking rich. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's absolutely loaded, isn't he? God damn. It, yeah, it's very impressive looking studio. Oh my god, look at all those racks. I, actually, I know the modular synths he has yeah, going on. Dude, yeah. they're fucking insane. Yeah, that is insane. On the topic of studios. um, some film composers have insane studios. Yeah, they they have an orchestral room. It's fucking yeah, yeah. nuts. Well, a lot of them have mansions that they've bought that would obviously be like <laughs> normally for living in, but are literally just studios. That is crazy. Like, Man, it's it's just insane. So, so they live in England or they live somewhere else, and they just have a house that they come to in America just to do all their work, and it's just a giant studio of like a uh, an orchestra room. I'd uh, say. That reminds me of um. If you look up uh, Peter Gabriel's studio, actually, I think it's something similar. It's, he's got oh, this massive yeah, plot yeah, of yeah. land and like the majority of it's the studio, but then he's actually got like like a living quarters on there as well. And it's this yeah, huge, just a huge grounds. Zone. Yeah. So the artist can actually like stay there. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The, the main studio. Oh my God. It's, well, yeah, because that's, oh. that's what you need essentially, because it's not like these big old projects that, they, that they're running are going to be done in a day. <laughs> No, it's not like no, where exactly. we're just like yeah. hitting up an artist or like a vocalist or whatever and just be like, oh, do you reckon you can uh, record something when you've got some time? This is like a right one week project scheduled in, bang. Yeah. Stay at the studio. It's an interesting topic because like a lot of um, a lot of older records and that, you'd assume that the band would turn up at the studio, they'd be there for so long, they'd record, but a lot of stuff was like tracked in different studios. Like they'll track oh, yeah. 
they'll track a, like the demo and so that all everything recorded in like England. Then I'll go over to America to record it properly, but still use bits of like the, the track from England. It's a goddamn it's, yeah, quest. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking experience points for this. Holy shit. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I just want to talk really quick about synths, like talking about dead, like seeing dead mouses, like set up with a modular synth fucking up and down his room. I, oh yeah. So I work overnight and, uh, like sometimes I work overnight here on the weekends, like from 11 to seven. Right. And sometimes there's just not much to do. Either you get homework done, get your work duties done, but I'll watch like tonight I was watching like synths everything synths and i got caught up in modular synths oh yeah these fucking things are so cool and and one thing that i don't know if people know or not but it's a fact um that these modular synths is that it's a small community of people building these things sometimes mm-hmm. when you order a modular synth it can take months to maybe even a year to get it because these things are custom like a lot of them are custom made yeah there's not an awful lot of them about these days either because obviously a lot of people rely on digital yeah and it's very expensive yeah they're very very expensive but man i would love to own some uh, yes yeah uh, if you're like i recommend getting a, uh, a modular synth setup when you're rich as fuck like dead mouse or, <laughs> yeah. or like over time something what, you build one over can time. Hope, eh? and then mm. like it's kind of cool what all that shit does like i'm not too f- because I never really worked with synths too much. Like, uh, I'm not yeah, too familiar like, in terms with it. of like actual hardware modular synthesis, I would not have a clue where to start with it. It's all patching, isn't it? Like a lot it of patch is, cabling, that's, yeah. a lot of a lot of just like knowing what what does what essentially. I, I know that's the same for most things, but this is like a very hands-on experience, isn't it? It is, and it seems like it could be fun though, because it gets. I've seen a lot of people say that they like modular synths or any sort of hardware because it gets them away from the computer a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. And it can be more It's more fun like an instrument, right? It's exactly that. Yeah, that's what they've all said is like it's more of an instrument because you're playing around with that shit. You can use both your hands finally like to fucking turn two knobs at once or have yeah. have a friend fucking around with shit while you're fucking around with shit. It seems like a yeah, just exactly, it, it yeah. seems like a really good experience to to get some cool sounds out of in my opinion at oh least. absolutely uh, they they use it an awful lot in uh, film tracking I know I know Hans Zimmer's a big fan of modular synths anyway it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool man it's, it's cool I th- oh, fuck I think it was the Juno that was the first um, like that hybrid synth that we had mm. a little bit of the modulation on the top of the synth with the MIDI keyboard on the bottom I th- oh yeah I think it's the Juno I'd be Moog maybe as well probably Moog yeah Moog was a was another very popular one but these motherfuckers were yeah. expensive in the day it's not like anybody just could buy uh, yeah I, I want to buy that Moog synth how much yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <No>? exactly <laughs> like nobody could just do that nowadays I guess you could but those synths are even more expensive if you want an authentic yeah. one the thing is as well like when you've got obviously your VSTs if it messes up on your DAW uninstall it reinstall hope for the best usually works mm. imagine if your actual modular synth start, stopped working oh man the cost to, <laughs> to cost to even get that up and running if you, if you even could do you know what I mean yeah some of them mm. can't even be repaired anymore because those parts just aren't yeah, made exactly you'd have to it'd be like a special order that'd probably cost up the fucking ass yeah <laughs> well I mean beside that it was cool learning about like subtractive 
syntheses or th- syntheses. Syntheses. <laughs> if that's not a word, de- that's definitely a new coin term now. <laughs> syntheses. So, god damn it. So, like, subtractive and, and additive synthesis is fucking, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. No, it is. It really is. Fucking, fuck you guys, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do. I, I do agree with the whole idea of it. Sort of gets you away from the DAW, and that. I mean, I've had, um, I've had the Arturia Mini Brute has been on my my wish list for a while now. Mm, oh yeah, um, just purely because I, I think it's it's just such a great way to inject some of that um, feeling of it being live back into your music. So even though yeah. yeah, I could sit there and click in the root note for the bass synth or whatever, and it, it just adds such a more live feel to it, you know. It's and got just, to give you a bit more inspiration as well, surely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I'll speak for everyone, but yeah. Yeah, I, I would imagine it would, because, yeah, you would just, I don't know. Because I, 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 it's very different, but like playing like stuff in on the MIDI keys and stuff, I, that gets me going enough. It so does, if I had, yeah, if I had, if I had like a modular synth next to me and I was, yeah, that would be next levels of the, like influence and just inspiration flowing through me. Yeah, because it gives you options too, right? Because nobody wants to be on the. Well, I guess some people want to be on the computer, some like more more than not. But like, I like to look in different areas. That's not my fucking not my desktop and burning my Just fucking eyes. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> playing playing on the keyboard. I've been using the media a lot more. It it, it does inspire you a little bit more. You're, you're fucking playing around with it. You yeah, know, you're, it's like oh I, no, yeah, you use your hands. <laughs> yeah. Like even yeah, even if people don't have like that kind of concrete music theory knowledge, right? Just even the very simplest of like understanding and just playing about on it, you will eventually learn that way. Exactly, it's, it's it'll definitely come. something. It'll and, come. Yeah, it'll. If you want one way to level up your production, that's yeah, that's a way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like I've I've never taken a a formal guitar lesson, mm-hmm. and I'm not an incredible guitarist, but I can play enough. You know, I can yeah yeah I can yeah, play enough. chords and yeah. riffs and whatnot. But even then, you know, you can you can hear unless you're completely tone deaf. You can hear yeah. what sounds right. Which realistically, yeah, mm. if you are completely tone deaf, you're not gonna be <laughs> yeah. probably not gonna be in the industry we're in. <laughs> but but you can you know if you sit there with a keyboard, you can quickly figure out which two notes are gonna sound nice together and which aren't. It's quite obvious. And then mm. you add a third, and then you add, do you know what I mean? This you can figure it out. But when you're sort of staring at a plug-in, it's it. You could figure it out, but it would take a hell of a lot of joy Lulls, and experimentalism yeah, out of it. Yeah. So. yeah, and we're lucky enough to be in the era where we can just, like you say, just teach ourselves, man. It's a lovely YouTube thing. is a brilliant resource. Yes, yes, it <laughs> is. There's many bad things that come with social media, but at the same time, there's very, very many positive things as well. I do want to actually it's not like a shout out, but I do want to give people listening. Like if you're looking for that really good YouTube resource, there's a guy I've been watching. He has a couple of different playlists and he encourages you to take notes. He puts the notes on the screen so you can fucking screenshot them. That's what oh, I've been nice. doing. I've been screenshotting them and then putting the yeah, yeah. pictures in certain folders, like compression or the, the spectrum. Mm. Um, his name is yeah. Wikimedia and he runs these playlists, uh, audio tutorials. He's got one on dynamics, uh, mixing technique and a spectral. Oh, that's really good, actually. It's really yeah. interesting. Wikimedia. Listen, has taken out. Yeah, just just going back to like figuring stuff out yourself. Another thing that I think is massively, massively overlooked in that, 
and it's 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 more because the the kind of climate that we have now with Dropbox and Drive and just mm-hmm. the internet in general, you know, me and Damien could collab on something and we're over the other side of the world to each other. Yes, um, yeah. yes. Yeah. But what I would say, and it's not, you know, not everyone can do it, but if you can uh, have the option to actually get in the same room as someone, get in the studio with someone to collaborate, mm. yeah. even just I find that just being in the same room as someone else working on something it's can a different just vibe. drive creativity so much uh, and de- you de- learn de- so defi- much. Definitely like, agree. I agree. You, yeah, because you can. There's always something to learn as well. Like it doesn't matter how kind of like developed you are in your field and whatnot. You can always learn something. And yeah, just mm, having we, that. We've entered the age yeah. of streaming. We've entered the age of streaming. I encourage you if yep. you can stream with your friends and collab that way. Stream, yeah. Well, this is something we need to do actually. Yeah, when yeah. we have our next session, we should probably screen share it and yeah, it's go it's, through some bits. It's super easy to do. You can do it right in Discord. You know, there's so many mm-hmm. ways to stream now that you can stream with your friends privately if you want to do so publicly, and make yeah. a fucking tune that way. Trust me, when you when two people are working at the same time, they're talking to each other, having a good time. You'll see. Yeah, it makes it. Yeah, yeah. way more fun way more fun yeah I can't remember if I said this last episode but that's basically what Los Contreras and McAdoo oh I know that's what when they started out they would just like start projects send it over get a kind of rough idea of like how it's sounding and Mm -hmm. then they would just Skype each other while one of them works on it and the other person's got the laptop, just send uh, over little bits. Okay. Yeah, it's constantly like listen back and be like, yeah, that's sounding great. Oh, let's see, let's actually change that bit. Yeah, that's sounding great. Do you know what I mean? Just, I think having that constant kind of approval there and just kind of criticism going back and forth. Agreed. It's so much more productive than just sending your stems back and forth just constantly. Obviously, it still yeah, works. Yeah, it can yeah. still work, but I don't think each of the producer would have that absolute end perfect end product that they would want to have by just sending stems back and forth because it's impossible just to get your point across, isn't it? It is. Like it just is. via social media. I, you want to hear that live. You want to hear that criticism in the process of yeah, you exactly. actually yeah, yeah, exactly. doing Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely agree with that. Karen and I were doing some live streams over the weekend. Uh, 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 however, there was a lot of missteps learning the shit, trying to fucking, because I cleaned out my PC. I was trying to reinstall everything and nothing was working oh, right. Yeah. Nothing was. But we did that and it actually works really well. Like it's an easy process. We made a Google Drive that we can just drop files in, immediately go into them and take them in or out. Super fucking easy. The product, the productivity is efficient. It's a really good point. It's, it's uh, something that I was talking to Joshua about actually recently because we've um, we're working on a collaboration AP mm. together, and it's just although you can pick up on things from the stems, you don't. You, you just just so much information there that you're losing. So you might send someone an idea, they might send you it back when they've done their bit to it and you think, oh shit, that, that sounds awesome. But it, you're just getting that end result. You know what I mean? It's almost like listening to a track, you just hear the end result. So without yeah. seeing how they've done that, you can still learn You because you can think, yeah, oh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have thought to do that. So then next time I'm going to try that. But if you'd have actually seen their thought process... It's hard to understand that flow just from the stems too. You can think that they're going to take it in one direction and you're going to take it that direction. And then you realize, no way, man, like they didn't want that direction. It just sounded like they wanted that because I wanted that. Like there's, like it's hard to do that. And you can stream, and back to streaming, you can fucking deal with like four people in the room, five people in the room. Yeah, this is true actually. Super easy. 
Well, you know, listeners, let us know if that's something that you want us to push a bit harder. We've got some, we're experimenting with a lot of stuff in the Discord at the moment, some live stream and stuff. So if if you're not in the Discord, make Already sure you get joined. in the Discord. Um, yeah, come say hi. There's there's quite a lot yeah. of us now, actually. It's, not, it's doing really well. Just a um, bunch of bros. But yeah, if that's something, if that's something you're more interested in, then definitely let us know because it's, it's quite an exciting yeah, prospect. look at that little plug, you cheeky yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the Discord's going to end up being more popular than the bloody podcast. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Well, it's I find that doing podcast and drum and bass should not just be mixes. Oh yeah, it was it was it was long overdue. Something like this. Jack, what if these members, what if these 19 members aren't members? They're just like bots you've created to make it seem popular. <laughs> that would be a very sad reality. If, if someone found out everyone in the chat fake. was actually or it was all just, just you. Bot, <laughs> you've just got multiple accounts open. Speaking of like streaming, I do want to like, it'd be cool to start like DJ like streaming my DJ sessions. I want to DJ uh, people's new albums to see if, because it's not always doable, but I like mixing like just one album. Oh, an album. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like a mini mix of an album, see if I can find, if it can fit, if I can make it all fit. Now, if the album is concise over, you know, over time through the songs, it's all flowing. Yeah. Then I can probably mix it way better if it was a, t a song that had like a liquid tune than a neurofunk oh, tune. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. You should do that though. Now is a better time than any, really, to start just live streaming more and mm. making well, some content. Karma, the Karma Kingdom, there's so Karma Kingdom. I did a remix. So that remix album on Basics that is coming soon. Yeah, and I I was DJing Jack. I was DJing the fucking the album, and it is DJable actually. You can you can okay. DJ every single one of those uh, like together. There's only like one or two that have like that neurofunk sound that are pretty hard to fit in. Yeah. But yeah, everything yeah. else. Oh, that's surprising. I thought it was quite varied. I thought like as a whole piece, because there's an ambient bit no, no, in there as well. I, mean, I don't mean like it's not like, like it, it all flows well. Like I can DJ the tunes together. Not like it all sounds similar oh, or so, anything yeah. like that. Like it just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's good. That's good news. It is. It, yeah, it, cheek, cheek, cheeky little plug there from you. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't wait for that album. I, <laughs> that uh, That song, Grow. The more I think about it, I mm -hmm. like because I forgot that that song existed. I don't know if any of you guys ever forget. Like you release a tune, you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, what the fuck?" Oh yeah, I released that. <laughs> <laughs> I released that. It's not like not like bad or anything, but you're just like, "Oh, okay." No, no, I no. Just, I haven't thought of that tune in a while. That no. Well, in fairness, it's kind of just been sitting there in the background, hasn't it? But yeah, it will be dropping very soon. You know, as my first what, what? remix with RJ, it was really fun. Remixes can be fun, man. Remixes are very fun. Hmm. Just fuck around with the samples and shake it something cool out of it. I mean, it's already cool, but you get your own style out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm primarily a... I'm like a sample guy. Mm -hmm. I, I just love pulling in all sorts of samples, seeing what fits, quickly take out what doesn't, and just going to town. So remixes yeah. are brilliant for me because yeah, half yeah. of it's already there. And you, I can just start doing my that, own that thing. That is what is know, good about so. a remix because you've essentially just got the... You've got the kind of bread and butter, right? All you need to do is just add yeah, your, yeah, yeah, all the extra bits, all your raisins and cinnamon, <laughs> <laughs> the spice, <laughs> a waffle today, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, you get you get me. You oh, get me. Man. They they get me. They get me. Yeah, I get you, man. I can't stand raisins. <laughs> Same. Dude, so my job, we serve uh, fucking cinnamon raisin cookies. Damn. We used to serve chocolate chip, and now they they switched over to that cinnamon raisin. I'm like, fuck. What, for that, for that health? <laughs> I, you're right, you're right. I mean, they still taste good for, like, raisin cinnamon. I mean, but, you they'll, know, they'll God damn it, I wanted them chocolate chips. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that is true. That is very true. I don't want fruit uh, no, in my no. junk food. I don't want healthy <laughs> stuff in my junk food. What's wrong with like, What the hell are they thinking? <laughs> no, that's no, good. It's good. I must say, given the sort of last minute shuffle that happened, I kind of haven't had as much prepared um, or anything prepared, actually. Yeah, we've kind of just winged it for an hour. Um, but there, there was like, there was a, yeah, yeah. There was, there was a couple of bits that, that come in on the Discord. Oh, yeah. So obviously, Karen couldn't make it, but he's, Pose the question for all of us anyway. I'm surprised we actually have managed to not talk about it for an hour. But anyway, here's Curran's question. So he said, obviously with the whole coronavirus situation, how do you guys feel the scene will be impacted both in terms of the business side and the music side? Do you think we'll be seeing a rise in artists making more experimental music seeing as there are less shows and DJ sets by extension? So, oh, wow. There's who wants really to go first? Questions. Who's going first on this one then? <laughs> uh... Anybody? Any takers? Oh, oh yeah, sure. I'll go. Oh, you go ahead. Because <laughs> that, that's a lot. That's a lot, and uh, I got a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot to process. Um, I kind of think that, obviously, it has had a massive impact in terms of the, 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 you know, the live side of it. I do think, in terms of seeing a rise in artists making more experimental music, I, I don't think that will be the case. Mm. I think we'll see a rise in artists maker music but you know whether there's live events to go out to or not the premise of the music in terms of DJing is still is still the same you know and I think it just yeah I don't think it's in terms of the music a huge enough impact to completely rewrite the genre if that makes sense oh yeah yeah in in that sense I'd love to see it I 100% agree with you on that um I agree, by the way. Yes, yeah, you may not see a rise in experimental music. You're just going to definitely see a rise in the productivity of artists. Mm. Like a lot, maybe some more songs that people are writing. Yeah, I think especially with this country, I think at the minute we're definitely seeing a big peak in people making and writing a lot of music and stuff. But mm. as this kind of thing grows, I know, I know things are going to get a little bit more heated over in this country especially. I imagine yeah. a lot of producers are probably going to start feeling the full effects of like the anxiety of all this. And it wouldn't surprise me for a yeah. little while there is a period where artists maybe aren't tuning out as much as they probably think they're going to at this current spot. But like I say, a lot of it is just a, it's just a waiting game to see how everything pans out really. But in terms, yeah, yeah in terms yeah. of the whole experimental side and yeah, I, th- I think I think obviously there will be many producers that probably will take this time to really experiment and try and take a different direction. But I yeah, can't see yeah. after all this is blown over, all these artists coming out and all their tracks just being like fully of a different kind of vibe, if you get me. Uh, they're mm. all now dubstep producers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or drum and bass is just called bass now. No drums. <laughs> no drums at all. Yeah. It's just textural pads and bass line. 
I think the more the one of the really interesting things is the business side. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now look, mm. now if a label if labels are gathering and putting a lot of money into hosting these giant events, then yeah, there's going to be that's bad for business first and foremost because it's nobody saw this really coming, and that's a lot of money lost. Yeah. Now, however, if you're if you're just a squarely digital. Uh, production la- or a recording label like basics if you're digital i don't know how i'm not sure if you if there's like in how heavy of an impact have you felt jack like from all of this or not really at all i wouldn't say i've noticed a huge impact if anything our streaming stats are probably a little bit higher that's, yeah that's you know. what i was gonna say it seems like people would buy Stream, more music because yeah, they're at streams home streams will be up i i think sales might not start going up because essentially a lot of people have lost work now so realistically yeah, there's not gonna true. be money to buy tracks luckily mm-hmm. there's plenty of families who probably have like a spotify account because maybe their parent owns it do you know what right, i mean or whatever right. so i imagine streaming or streaming yeah is going to be thriving at the minute so whoever's make managing to make wedge off streams on spotify i would be uh yeah i, I would say you're safe at the minute <laughs> yeah. but sales and whatnot yeah. yeah i think that might we might see a decrease in that I th- it's it's so strange too because a lot of good music just came out recently yeah i know right or is about to come out like two days ago there was so much good music that was promoted and there was a lot of music that came out that was super fucking good yeah so it's it's like a coincidental fucking chain of events man. that yeah, music just, was released yeah, just crazy. now <laughs> yeah there's, there's, there's I all guess kinds of weird things around this thing that I think there's some crazy coincidence it's like you know this Call of Duty game that's just dropped the free version it's like a battle royale oh, mode Warzone. or something. Uh, they've just re- they've literally just released that for free. And it's like, what perfect timing is that for that? I hate Warzone. Oh, do you hate Warzone? I hate, <laughs> well, well, I I hate battle royale. Well, oh, I don't you, hate it. I just fucking, you're just like my mate. Just he just like, can't. Yeah, he just can't get get behind the whole battle royale <sighs> genre. I, I. What about you? I mean, can you do it? Be honest. Do you like the battle royale? Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. I mean, I was like yeah, screaming my lungs, lungs out, like playing Warzone the other day. Well, you're ra- <laughs> you raging. You're fucking getting pissed off. Huh? Okay. No, no, not raging. I was like screaming like, yeah, like victory screams and shit. <laughs> oh, like you were winning screams. Well, okay, a, mix, okay. a mixture of screams. That's it. But no, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind battle royale games, but I wouldn't say they're my go-to at all. They're very, they're fair, a bit, I mean, they're a bit samey, I guess. Like once you've won a few times, that's pretty much the experience right there, right? I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I watched it on Twitch. I find them to be okay games to watch because I like watching like Doctor Disrespect, and he's like my favorite. Uh, well, he, he, he's just a personality that. in himself, isn't he? Like, <laughs> he? He is, and that's what I love about him is that he's just he's kind of he is a character, and he's got yeah. like a whole show. Yeah, His yeah, Twitch yeah, yeah. channel is like a literal fucking show. Yeah, for sure. He's is and he, watching was him he is Twitch funny. streamer of the year? I think he won, didn't he? I'm pretty yeah, sure I he think won. a couple of times, like yeah, one or yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to him, though. Well deserved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking well deserved. I love the character. Yeah, <laughs> because that character is a percent. Like we've all been that character before. Yeah, like just if we've the been kind that of that at a yeah, video yeah, game. Yeah. The kind of like angry, raging troll gamer, mm-hmm. essentially, isn't it? Dude, it's fun as hell talking shit on video games. Oh yeah, that's what's all, all about. Right, yeah, get your own get your own podcast, fun. man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, back yeah. quick, very, very quickly back to this war zone. The reason why I've been very much aware <laughs> of this being such a thing now is all I can hear around me at nighttime now is my neighbors screaming, like going like three down, it's three down, I've got him. And it's just like, you're oh, just playing war zone, aren't you? Because you're isolated. Mate. And it's like, I'm sat <laughs> yeah. here like calmly playing Minecraft or something. And I'm hearing like all you kinds should, of chaos. I can hear my housemate downstairs them. screaming, fuck off. <laughs> You should battle them. Like, okay, bitch, I will, uh, how about a Warzone tournament? If I win, you pay my rent for well, a fucking I, year. I, I <laughs> we'll just Warzone out in the streets of England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's just have a real Warzone. <laughs> real life Warzone. Shit. But yeah. Crazy times we live in. Right. So yeah, there's, there was one more thing on the Discord. Yeah. Not completely music relevant, but I thought it would be quite funny. And this was from Jerome as well. He posted the other day, he said, I've just seen this on Instagram. I thought it could be a funny question. What's the weirdest thing you've done to make money? The weirdest thing? Yeah, that's that's what I thought. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Now, this is exposed time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Basics exposed. Uh, yeah, this could coming. get dangerous. <laughs> Basics what exposed. What is the weirdest thing I've, I've done for money? Um, well, I actually... I I actually don't pay any of my artists on basic, so that's how I make money. Exposed. I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe like in the days when I was uh, uh, working in clubs and stuff. Like we used to find quite a lot of money on the floor. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've peeled a tenner, a mud-soaked tenner off the floor of the bathroom <laughs> toilet before. The toilet bathroom. Wow. Wow. Damn. I mean, Did you change that bill out immediately? You should have cleaned it, changed the bill out immediately from the fucking I cash. Mean, it, was in my, it was in my full on like <laughs> BA honors uni years. So probably not, to be honest. Fuck. I probably felt violently ill for a while after that. <laughs> Looking back on it, that was probably the cause, wasn't it? That is crazy. <laughs> no, it definitely got clean though. It definitely got clean. It was well before the time of uh, no, these shiny, shiny notes though. So it was an absolute beast. Oh, clean. it was like paper one. Yeah, yeah. How to get soaked in the water and like Man. carefully. Have you ever? Ugh. Have you ever had like your clothes put through the wash with like, and you know there's money inside? Oh yeah, like that old money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a rip the dream, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, just, just have a thousand dollars in my pocket. Um, oh fuck, it's a thousand dollars. After that big drug deal. Oh. Yeah, just, after just that a big drug, drug deal that I have just recently. <laughs> well, you never know. We don't know. This guy could be selling drugs. You could be selling drugs, Toby, and we don't even know that. You could be doing it right now <laughs> while on right the podcast. Now, I'm just typing on my bed. <laughs> you're telling the, guy to, yeah, you're telling yeah, the other guy to just stop minutes. talking. You're like, shh, 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 stop it. Stop it. All right, get the fuck out of my studio. <laughs> Oh, if, if only, then I'd actually have some money. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sad reality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, never, I never made money off of, uh, like, actually making never music. never made money. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, yeah, I've never just made kinda, money. <laughs> I've sort of just kind of lived for, like, for free. I kind of found these speakers. Under a bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my studio's under a bridge. This so. job pays him in cinnamon raisin cookies. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he's so weird to get on the streets, goddammit. <laughs> Just imagine you're like a little scout's uniform, like knocking on people's doors, <laughs> yeah. selling cinnamon, cinnamon raisin cookies. Cinnamon raisin from cookies. From the hotel, from the hill garden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Right, yeah, so that concludes the show, I think. So um, 
once again, thank you everybody who's locked in, everybody who locks in, shares, etc. It really means a lot. Um, massive shout out to everyone on the Discord. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And Karen, thank you. We know we see you in the Discord, buddy. Thank you for still <laughs> thank you for being there anyways, even though you couldn't you couldn't like formally be there. We appreciate it. In, in that, spirit, man. yeah. But um just yeah, so you know, yeah. Toby's taken over your host position indefinitely. So uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry about yeah, that. Rip nice. you. <laughs> yeah. It's just Bye. I've just seen it, but no piss off. <laughs> um but yeah, until next time. Thank you everyone. Cheers, guys. Yes. Bye. See ya. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah.